You're listening to Clearing the Haze, episode number 61, 2021 Board of Directors nominee interview with Jan Corman. Keeping today's workplace drug-free should not be confusing. This is the Clearing the Haze podcast, giving you the tools you need to most effectively address drug and alcohol use and decreased productivity in the workplace while investing in your positive company image. Now, here's your host, Chuck Marting. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Clearing the Haze. This week, our guest is Jan Corman. Jan is is an approved trainer for Indesa and specializes in drug and alcohol industry as a trainer, consultant, and manager of workplace drug and alcohol programs. Her goal is to train collectors the proper procedures for collecting according to HHS and DOT guidelines so they're qualified and certified and follow the procedures. She trains designated employee representatives, supervisors, and managers the processes in the collections for their drug and alcohol programs in order to monitor and inspect their collectors on specific procedures and detailed processes to assure compliance. Jan is also a distributor and trainer for LifeLock Technologies breath and alcohol testing equipment, and she trains BATs, CLOCTs, and provisional instructors following DOT procedures. Jan enjoys traveling, so going to companies in the United States and Canada for training has been an added benefit. She's been a speaker at conferences and brings years of experience. Jan can be contacted at www. CormanManagementServices.com. This information and her contact information will be in the show notes. So go ahead and check that out. And with that, we'll go ahead and go with our interview that we did with Jan. Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of Clearing the Haze. I'm your host, Chuck Martin. And this week, we have a guest with us. We have Miss Jan Corman, who is here to talk to us uh, about her running for re-election on the Indesa board. And we're going to let Jan, talk about uh, herself, let us know a little bit about herself and what she does in the industry, and we'll have some more questions for her as we go along. But we felt it was important for you to get to know some of the candidates that are running for uh, election on the board and uh, give them the opportunity to communicate with our listeners as well. So Jan, thanks for being here on the podcast. Well, thank you for having me. Awesome. Well, I've known you for a little bit. In fact, we, we helped... Uh, in the organization of, of Endesa. So I, I know a little bit of your story, but uh, coming for me, it doesn't mean too much. <laughs> oh, yes, it does. You were part of the, you were part of the higher grade, I tell you. You were one of, one of us that really stuck out there and made it oh, work. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. But I think that the, the biggest thing is, is that we, we have people that, I think a lot of people probably know who you are in the industry. You've been doing quite a bit, and I'll let you go into that. Um, but I thought it was important to have you on and and to give you that opportunity. So can you tell us a little bit about yourself and, and how you decided um, to get involved with the organization of Indesa? Okay. I have been in the drug and alcohol industry um, since the inception of time of drug and alcohol testing. So it's going to date me a little bit, but it, it's been fun. It's been quite a ride. Um, way back when, when I started, I worked as a laboratory technician. So I worked in clinics and ended up 
in my little uh, two years there, ended up in occupational medicine, which we all know is really big in drug and alcohol testing. So way back in the inception of time, I was out helping people set up their policies, um, helping train people to be urine drug collections, went and became a breath alcohol technician and a trainer at that. So it all evolved over the years of working with a lot of people in this industry. I've trained lots of people. There are some really swell, swell people in this industry. And the reason we really put together National Drug and Alcohol Screening Association is because we saw the need for advocacy where we need to have our voice in Washington, DC. And you remember Chuck, it's three years ago this week, 23rd of April. That we, it's been that long. Yeah, we went yeah. to Washington, DC. Yes, and we uh, went around and kicked us off. It was, it was the most exciting time of my life, but I can imagine what people were thinking, what are they doing? You know, what, what are they trying to prove here? And it really, truthfully, we need to have our voice there. It was not in Washington, D.C. by any other organizations. And I've been members of the other organizations as well. Um, but I, I really felt that we needed to upgrade in what we do and how we do it. And I'll tell you, being a member-owned, member-driven membership, I, I can't imagine doing this again without that in our backbone. Yeah. Because I, the members are great. They are there. They're working. It's not just us on the board. Mm -hmm. The members are there helping us figure out what we need to do, where we need to go, and how we're going to do it. I just got off of, I was on one of the committee calls here for the conference. And it's it's amazing to me, the people that are on there that weren't at the beginning of this and how, how they really have turned over and working with us to try to get our name out there get our information out there, be the best. I, I can't say enough about it. So it's been fun. It's been a ride. Well, yeah. And you know, it's something that, that you said there that I need to need to probably uh, respond to. And I think that there was a lot of times that we in belonging to other organizations were under the impression that we had a voice in, in Washington, DC. We were told that we had yes. Yes, representation we and that they knew who we are. And then we went there with that the preface in our in our minds and then we go and we talk to these people to these senators and, and congress people and and they had no clue they had no idea None. did they they None. didn't even know that we had an organization with our industry right that did what we were wanting to accomplish at that time well and some of the comments it's kind of like oh you don't alcohol test we don't oh yes we do <laughs> you know it's like oh yeah we do <laughs> yeah it, it was in it, and it, and it didn't just stop with them, but I think you were with us when we went and we talked to the DEA even, and yeah. they were surprised at some of the stuff that we as collectors in this industry have come up against that they they had no clue. None. So it was, none. I think it was a very eye-opening experience for, for all of us. When we first started coming together to put this together, what did you envision with Indesa? What did you think we would be able to um, accomplish that what hasn't, what, I guess, in a, in a better sense of what hadn't been done prior to what we were wanting to achieve? Well, the number one is not having a voice. And I think yeah. now we do have a voice in it. Um, we have we have the pack the, yeah. where we're, people can donate. And we actually did utilize it this last election where we've got people on our side and they, they're calling us now. I, I envisioned that they would have known about it but once we found out they didn't, then it was a big vision. We got to get mm -hmm. out there and we've got to tell them. We've got to let them know what's going on. Um, and I know the big 
thing is marijuana. People talk about marijuana so much and the laws of that, but that's just one step. I mean, if they start legalizing that, what are we going to legalize heroin next? Are we going to, you know, we need to have that employer's rights to test, to make sure that the people that are, are not impaired when they're working, that they're not um, impaired while they're driving that 26,000 pound truck down the road or flying the airplane that we got to ride to the conference and you know, that kind of stuff. Um, So that, I guess my vision was to get people to know, Mm -hmm. to let people know what's going on, get the members there, have members get other members. um, And we all have the same voice. Yeah, we do. And and we have similar goals and, and similar things that we're wanting to see accomplished within our own industry and without that voice, it's not going to be possible. So, right. right. So what, what position uh, on the board do you have currently? And uh, tell us a little bit about the committees that you may be on and, and, okay. and that you chair. Okay. I am currently the secretary. So I sit there and I busy take notes. I said to when I, so we started doing this way back when we started before we even got to be the organization, uh, we had lots of meetings. You remember all of those meetings we had, even before we we did. Right. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But that was just the beginning and and somebody had to take the notes. So I volunteered and here I am the secretary here yet today for the board. Um, So I'm busy writing as everybody's talking and try to catch everybody's uh, words in the right sense. Um, but I also chair the communications and marketing committee. And along with that, we have the membership committee, which we work very close with. So I'm on both of those. I'm, I'm on the working group for the conference. So I, I'm with um, a lot of great people there that are on the conference. Um, but I chair the, the, comp, the marketing and, and the communication. I also am very active with the training. Uh, I've been, because I do training, of course, I wanted to be on the training commi- uh, committee. So we've set up a lot of different things there. We, um, I do the urine drug collection, re- uh, the registered urine drug collector training. Um, and last year, we did that wonderful special of the 99 bucks. I don't know that we'll ever do that again, but that was really a quite a busy summer for me. Everybody was yeah. home with the pandemic um, and not being able to go to work. And I think they caught up on their collections. I did over 100 people. Wow. So we got a lot of people um, and DESA certified and on the registry. So that's always a good thing. And I think that was something that was lacking in our industry too, is that people didn't really have that availability to go find, see if somebody is registered. Have they actually taken the training? Do they know what they're doing? And that's being a trainer, being a consultant. Um, I think that is the very, very minimum we can have people do is to do the training so they really know the procedures. And you know that in your business, Chuck. I love your training on catch the cheaters. I talk about that all the time when I'm training people. Um, But pretty much I try to sit in on the uh, GAC, the Government Affairs Committee. Uh, That that gets me back to back to another committee that I'm on, which we started the mentorship committee. So I, yeah, I'm very, very active. I'm very busy. Um, I set aside the time. My afternoons are in days of time. Yeah. My trainings usually are in the morning with people. So I can have that time in the afternoon to dedicate toward it. And it's a lot of hours. It's a lot of dedication. Um, we have fun though. Yeah. Fun well, and, that's, and that's one of the things I wanted people to, to hear is that um, it's one thing to be on a board and to be able to say that you're on a board and that you're a founding member. But I think that they, it, it gives you a better sense when you know that you're just not a, a, a sitting head 
that you're just not just sitting there wagging the tail while everybody else yeah. does the work, that you're actually involved in, in helping develop programs and, and not just doing it yourself, but with other people within right. not only the board, but also members that have started to be active in those committees and, and bring things to the table to help us in developing this stuff for everyone. That was huge uh, yeah, in really my was. eyes, is that right. we had the ability to participate and have a voice in that, where before you didn't. You didn't even know where this information came from or who put the training together or any of that stuff. So right. Um, right. this it has been very transparent and it's been very good um, to be able to, to put that together. So um, I know you put in a lot of hours and um, your dedication to this organization is, is incredible. Um, and I think that needs to be a focus as well that people need <laughs> to understand you. about you. Um, so on your next term, what are your, what are your goals or what do you foresee um, the growth of Endesa and what do you feel your role will be in that? Well, I can remember after our first conference that we had all uh, big conference and we got together all of us on the board and put out our five-year tenure where we want to be and I truthfully think we have so far met our goals I hope to even make them even better but membership is a big deal to me I think the more people that we get to enroll and utilize what we have we have our webinars we've got podcasts we've got uh, the conference there's so much education that people can get from it so the more we can do that just keeping up that growth um, I I want to make sure that everybody who's trained is an accomplished trainer, trained person, that they can go out and really make money in their business and be proud of what they do. And that's a goal of mine is to get the people trained and trained, trained properly. Um, takes time to do that sometimes, but I think we're on the right track. I think Andesa has, we have got some really, like you say, everybody on that board works. It's not like we pass the buck and say, you go do this or you go do that. If we do that, we're doing it with them. Yeah. So yeah, I totally agree. There's, yeah. it's, it's been a, a good experience for myself as well, just being there. And, and it's also a learning experience because there, there are some people that are within our group that are, are very good at what they do yes, in they are. their own area of expertise within our industry. And so well, we got a good us, mix. Yeah. Good and mix. so we're able we to really learn do. from each other and right. have different perspectives and, uh, mm -hmm. Things that you may not have thought about for your own business before, right. you have ideas. And yeah. so that's been really good too. Sure, um, sure. You know, I, one of the things that, that I have uh, wondered about is, what do you think the biggest question or the biggest need of the members is right now for our organization? I mean, you're on the phone with a lot of them. And I think you get more questions or more phone calls than I do. Uh, even with the podcast, I get some, I did an episode not too long sure. ago on just questions that I get from people asking. And right. so what, what is the big thing or the big need that our organization has right now, as far as the members are concerned? Well, a lot of people with the pandemic there, you know, it was amazing to me, the number of new startups of people mm -hmm. that are starting to do urine drug collections and breath alcohol. I've had a lot of need for that. And um, where do I get the business? Who do I talk to? And I always tell everyone when you're out marketing in your own community because mm -hmm. that's where you're going to start you're going to start your own community even if there's someone else there what i can tell you is but these people in our industry we work together there's mm -hmm. no cutthroat there's no 
choking each other off. In fact, I think you probably can attest to this. While during the pandemic, there were some people that weren't doing the collections, you were out there helping other people do their customers. And I think that's that's part of the deal here. That's what we work together. So, hey, I, yeah. I ended up getting COVID and and had to shut down both of my offices for two weeks, and so I had to reach out to people that were part of Indesa to do some collections for us. And yeah, and so I, echo I think what that's you're the saying. thing. Yeah, they work together. People help you. Um, that's the kind of questions I'll get is who and what area can I get a hold of? And if I know people there, you're going to get the referral, <laughs> basically. <laughs> um, uh, who can I call? What can I do with this? Um, where do I find in the 49 CFR Part 40 some questions to answer? Yeah. You know, they'll, I've got one lady I'm working with right now, and she had some collection issues um, with an owner operator. Who do I talk to? You know, where do I get a hold of it? So uh, just being that resource mm -hmm. to say, well, you need to call someone at FMCSA and report that guy because he doesn't have a TPA. You know, <laughs> it's it, sometimes we overstep, sometimes we don't, but sometimes just to be able to give them that direction in yeah. those questions that they ask you. Yeah, it's something else. Some of the questions are, I think, oh my goodness, where did that happen? You know, and being in this for so long, it surprises me. I haven't heard of that before, <laughs> but you know, things change and some of it is interesting how it is changing, how people are trying to cheat the, the drug test and where, where are they buying this? That's one of the questions they'll ask me, where are they getting this and how can that be legal? And, you know, well, it is, but Iowa just passed in the, the fact that it isn't legal there. How are they going to control it? You know, yeah, come to they... my class at, at the Indesa conference. There you are. That's the it. perfect. Yeah. Yeah. We'll talk about that. Which is well, another whole topic, huh? Our conference. Whew. Yeah, that's that's why we're doing this election right now is our, our, our annual conference. It's coming up in St. Louis, Missouri. In yes, May, can't we? 24th 25th. through the 20th. 25th, 25th through the 27th. 27th. Yeah. yeah, we have to be there early. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, I know. So. We have to be there early. <laughs> <laughs> that's a whole so, week for us. Yes. Yeah. Talk about, talk, just, since we just mentioned that, talk about you have been to other conferences just like I have. What has been the main thing that's that's really stood out for you with the Indesa conference? I mean, this is our third one, um, but what what has stood out? Well, for we you have so far? we have excellent speakers. I mean, some of the speakers are, and they have to do with our industry. That's not that not that we don't need motivational speaker, but we need to know more what's going on in our industry. And I, that's what jumps out at me is there's so much information. And there's so many, the problem is going to the conference, me alone, only person in my business here, I don't, I can't go to all of the breakouts, yeah. but they fixed that for me this year, didn't they? Because they, they are did. now going to have that virtual component, which I added on to my fee. I did pay that extra hundred bucks so I can come back after the conference and listen to the ones I don't get to listen to while I'm there. I don't think that we're the first ones to do this. So it should be very interesting to be able to go home and still follow up on what's going on and what happened there and hear what everybody had to say. And even if I didn't get to go to it live, at least I'll be able to learn from the people after, after. Got some really good top-notch speakers. Um, Johnny C. Taylor from SHRM, president mm -hmm. of SHRM. Uh, he is really an advocate for drug testing. So I think that's a real plus for us to have that in there and get the HR people that are dealing with the drug and alcohol programs to come to the conference. Uh, there's um, 
Mr. Bjornsson is going to be there and he's always has some really great information on his topics. In fact, I just read an article on his book that he just sent out. Um, and we're going to have also um, from Sam, uh, Kevin Sabet, mm -hmm. who's going to talk about his new book, The Marijuana and how it really is. Uh, I'm trying to remember the name of it now. Do you remember? I don't remember right off the top of I, my head. I just yeah, know I that it's either, an updated but, uh, yeah, book it's, that he's just put out. So right. Very, um, very interesting, good stuff coming down the pike at the conference. Yeah, yeah he's a he's a pretty good speaker. I had him on my um, um, as one of the speakers in our summit that we did earlier this year. Sure. And, uh, he does a he does a really good job. So he'll be good to hear from. And, and with him going throughout the nation, he's giving you a glimpse of what everybody is is struggling yeah. with right now. Right, and I right. think that that's one of the big things that people need to understand is that things within our industry are continually changing. Continually you got growing. to keep up with it. <laughs> and that's why these conferences and these opportunities that we have within Indesa to have, you know, um, the town hall meetings. Have been oh, they're huge. excellent. I forget um, about that to talk yeah. about that, but that so, is excellent. Yeah. So I, I think there's a lot that's been going on in there. And I, and I think that that's, one of the things that you bring to the table of many things that we've heard today um, is your experience and your understanding of this industry and that you have been uh, a leader within this industry that people look towards. So um, I look forward to hopefully seeing you continue your journey <laughs> on the board. I think that Thank you're you. definitely an asset and, and definitely somebody that we look to uh, for guidance. And and so that was one of the important things in doing this episode is to let people hear a little bit about you. Um, so I want to thank you for making time to do that today. Appreciate um, it. Thank you. I know you are a very busy lady, but I have one more question for you before we end um, our interview with you today. And that is, I know that you're continually growing and continually learning within your own industry and stuff. I I think one of the things I wanted to ask was, if there was one book or if there was one course that you would recommend to somebody that's brand new getting into this industry, what would that be? Mm. I guess it's the new course that we're gonna do at the conference um, that Andrew Horn is gonna be putting on. Um, and I can't remember the full title of it, um, but it is gonna be for anyone new in the industry. Um, in that course, he's actually gonna pull uh, us in there, some of us that are um, out there working. Um, I know you're training the same time as I am. And so I probably will both pop in in the afternoon while people are there and give our two cents about um, training and collections and what they need yeah. to do as new people in the industry. But we also are setting up the mentorship program. And I would really high, highly, highly recommend people to join that um, process. Um, it's going to be giving you a guidebook guideline to follow the ultimate guideline on how you can set up your business, um, the steps you need to go, definitions, talking about what you need to know in the in the products to begin with. And then we are going to have mentorship hours where you can actually do a one on one with somebody expert in our industry. Um, we haven't clearly defined everything in the uh, committee. You're on that committee with me, Chuck, so you understand. Um, but I think it's going to be, that to me would be probably anyone new in the industry, that's where they need to start. And I would agree. I think that, you know, I, I do some coaching and stuff like that, but the mentoring part, I really wanted to be involved with that because I can see how that foundation needs to be laid. 
right? And, and a lot of people don't know exactly where to go and, and how to do these things where we've kind of broke that down into baby steps. We're not giving them, you know, years one through five, but we're giving you from the time you start in, within the first year, what you should be doing right. so that you're on the right track. Right. And then it's up to you and your business to continue to grow from that point on to seek out education and things like that. Um, well, it's nice for somebody to hand you the stuff to start with. Mm -hmm. um, but we really are going to encourage them to do a lot of their own little steps there. Exactly. They're going to have to do what they need to do for their business. And pretty basic when you talk about business, there are business things that you have to do. I mean, there, yep. there really are. So we'll go through that. But this industry is is specific. It's different. It's detail oriented. Um, so anyone who wants to be in it, you can't be flop, flip flopping around. You've got to be able to stick to the procedures and and follow that process from the beginning to the end and not change and so if we can get them off like you say on the right foot oh my goodness their life is going to be so much easier yeah i agree <laughs> and I agree a lot of you. us that are on that committee we sit there and talk about oh i wish i would have had this when i was sure. starting up sure. <laughs> you know? i think so, that's the biggest yeah. thing that they need to understand with that course is that you have experienced people like yourself and and myself and and some other people that we've had on this committee that we sat there and we, and that was the question we asked ourselves, what is it that would have been the most helpful for us in just starting out in this industry? Right. What did yeah. we want to know or what were mm -hmm. we trying to find out that we didn't have anybody yeah. to give that to us? So Who this can is, I pick up that phone and call? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Who, and, where are they? Right. This is, a, this is a gold mine. This is a gold yes. mine for anybody that's needing that information. You want to be successful in your business. This is where I would start. So yeah. I think that that's yeah. going to be huge. I think that's going to also um, helping DASA show that what we said in the beginning was this was a, an organization for the members and for them to continue to grow and make this industry great. And that's part of it in that program. So it's great. Yes, yes perfect. Yes, well, it is. Yes, well, it Jan, is. I want to thank you for taking time to be with us today on Clearing the Haze. But before we leave, I just wanted to do one more thing, and that is just acknowledge you and, and thank you for what you've done in this industry, what you've done on the board, and for also being one of the founding members of Indesa. It's something that um, a lot of people, until you've served on the board or you've been part of a board, don't really get to see all the behind the scenes things that encompass being involved. How much time and, and devotion it takes, and, and a lot of that comes away from your own business that you've sacrificed to be able to grow this organization and to help other people. And that's, that speaks volumes about not only you, but your character and, and your uh, determination to see this industry be what it needs to be. So I just wanted to thank you for that and for well, continuing to want to serve, because that's huge. If we don't have people like yourself that want to serve, we're not going to get very far. So that's true. That's true. Thank, thank you. you very much. And thanks for you. What you do too, Chuck. Yeah, I mean, without it. you, we would not know it. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. Yeah. All right. So um, we'll go ahead and end it there. If anybody wants to speak with Jan or if you have any questions for Jan, I'm going to have um, her contact information in the show notes. You're more than welcome to get a hold of her. Remember that the elections for board members is the 14th through the... 19th, 21st, 21st, one week. 21st, 14th yep. through the 21st, I'm sorry. Yep. So I'll have that all in the, in, the, in the show notes as well. If you are not a member of Indesa, you need to be, and you need to be at this conference. And also becoming a member is also going to give you a voice in 
the selections of individuals that are wanting to serve you on this national board for the National Drug and Alcohol Screening Association. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of Clearing the Haze. Please feel free to share this with others in our industry that would be interested in listening to the interviews over the nominees that are running for the 2021 Board of Directors for Indesa. So until our next episode, remember, it's your vision, it's your dream, and it's your business. Take care.